Yo, why we gotta be uh, silent for five seconds again? It's just what we do. What are you talking about? <laughs> hey, I'm just asking a question, man. <laughs> Mike's tight that I got to press the, the button today. The start button? Yeah, he's just, he can't right. reach it from where he's at. <laughs> you, you got, got short press, arms? You got to press the button? You got to press the button. The button? <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> hey, what up, what up? Welcome to the Knowing Part podcast. Uh, I got Ralph to my far right. I got Mike to my left, and mm. I got the on the one and only filthy baby, Ange, aka <laughs> filthy. What's up? What's up? In peeps? the building, the in pink the building, that's, that's, baby. That's, that's the pink corner over there. Yes, <laughs> we back. That's the pink corner over there. Oh, Feeling man. good. <laughs> yeah, we starting late today, man. Word. How, yeah. How's that? It was a hectic, hectic week. It was mm. all right. You ain't got even, to lie, Craig. You ain't got to lie. It even feel like it even feel like a week. <laughs> it just blew by. It just blew by. Yeah. <laughs> Time goes by fast. Word up, dog. So what's up, man? What's going on? I'm blessed. This guy. Yo, baby. Yo, matter of fact, these these questions. You keep asking how he's doing. No, it's not for you anymore. Right. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't ask him nothing. Don't, <laughs> for the next three episodes. People want to hear your hurt. We don't want to hear no Christian talk. Your I'm testimony. In, I'm, what in the Lord, I'm in what, quarantine. What the Lord brought you through this week, man. He don't want to hear no, you're blessed. Yo, B. Tell the people a story, man. Give them some hope. I'm blessed. Chill. Yo, B, you, being blessed in this time? No, no, no. no. Yo, bro. Yo, Ange, talk to him, man. This guy, show him, show him how it's done. Yeah, show. Sure. Yo, go. man, I'm telling you, I've been battling a sickness the last, you know, couple weeks, man. Dude, this is the wrong time to talk about sickness. You know what I'm saying, but you know, I was negative for the vid, man. But uh, you know, just be, you know, yo, you're not allowed to even sneeze nowadays. Yo, <laughs> holding in coughs sneeze. and everything, like it's crazy out in these streets. But none of that you could do right now. Yeah, man. Yo, just mask up, man. You wear but your mask. Just wear your mask, B. That's it. About, yo, just follow the rules, man. Mm. Don't be a rule breaker. <laughs> Don't be a rebel. Word up, man. They want you to wear a mask. Wear a mask, baby. Mm. That's it. <clears throat> yeah, man. That's it, man. You be good. You ain't got no trouble, man. So how you feeling right now, man? Feeling good? Better, man. Better. The Lord. I'm blessed. That's it. <laughs> See, the Lord, to, the Lord's get getting me it. through it. The Lord's getting me through. That's but it. at least there was something there to say, so. Anybody out there that's sick, man, I'm praying for you. Yeah. So, Well, you know, um, actually I had a great time just hanging out with my dad. You know, um, especially that he's getting older. And I remember me and Mike had a couple of talks, you know, in terms of like as our parents start getting older. And they're starting to like um, kind of like rely on us a little bit more because they see that certain things they can't do. Mm. So I got a chance to spend a full day and just drive him around. And this dude was like so happy nice. so that's excited dope. that's dope and realizing that i just totally gave up my my time just to spend it with him and to chill and to talk and like and he was like yo this is mm. you know and, I, and i'm just looking at it you know yes my dad i love him you know what i'm saying but i really see that you know uh it was kind of sacrificial and he was through the work of the holy spirit to just like allow me to really see where he's at and for me to just totally like you know what? i'm gonna block everything out you know, it's just going to mm. be me, you, and we're just going to get through the day, you know, help him out with some stuff and take care of things for him. And and it was a blessing, you know, it got us, you know, closer. That's dope. So I kind of, yeah. that as, was. As you get older, you start to, um, I don't know, man. It's, it's like as I get older, 
I start to understand the elderly. Like I be, right. I grow, my heart grows more and more. So like you said, like with your parents or just with people in general, you have a bit more patience. And right. I think that just comes with time, you know, yeah. that comes with experience. But, you know, you think about honor your mother and your father. That's the only commandment that comes with, you know, a blessing, a blessing. And, and that that's longevity of life, you know, so you just, um, it's, 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 it's beautiful. And just to see how grateful they are, like. Like mm-hmm. you said before, my dad would never ask me to do certain things. And right. now these little things he's asking me to do, and I'm like, wow, that's humbling for him. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm watching him get humbled because of age. And that does something to me to mm-hmm. understand as as I get older, you know, you're going to get slower. You're going to need more help. And it's a, it's a humbling thing, you know. Right. So I, I just, I don't know, just to see, just to see my parents and being humbled is, is, is beautiful. You know, it 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 um it works something in me. You know, it, it's doing something to me. Right. Mm. Yeah, that's that's you know that's definitely a, that's Devo enough. Son, yeah, come on, babe. You know how long I've been. <laughs> yes, sir. This guy never lets me slide, babe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He be wanting for he be wanting for Le Mignon. Nah, Ralph set that Devo up for you. Oh, <laughs> kind of wow. piggybacked off his. You think it was an alley you? Yeah. <laughs> So even I, I, I don't get, I don't get no points for it. It wasn't even an alley you. I don't that get was, no points for it. You slammed it and he did the fist bump. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh man. Just, you see everything. That, that, yeah, you saw that, the bandwagon. Yeah, yeah, he jumped on the rock. That's, that's, that's too easy. You got to come with the yeah, original. He come with the, Season yeah. one, you started off good. Yeah, dog. That's why. That's why. From that's why I hit you every day with I'm blessed now. Because this is this is the appreciation. Nah. <laughs> when, I, when I do it, I'm sitting there thinking about yo. I got it. Nah, yo, Marcus season, is gonna put me on the spot. I need a Devo. Season one, nah. you had you had Devos in the clip. Dog, you don't appreciate me. There's no appreciation, dog. <laughs> right? I'm, I'm, I'm lying. Start, I'm starting to feel like filthy, dog. Yo, Edge, I'm lying. Word. We, he I always get, had a. Clip. He had it, but yo, we in a different season yo, now. Safety man. off. One in the chamber. Word. Yo, Mike. He was ready. Bang, locked bang, and loaded. Bang, bang, locked bang, and loaded. Bang, Devo. Somebody out there got blessed. So Some, not, it's the people out there that supposed to get blessed, not you. Yo, B, it's not me. It's the, ho- <laughs> it's the Holy Spirit, B. With me, I can't. Though I don't go before the Lord, B. Mm. When the Lord give it to me, son, I'm giving it to you as I'm getting it. Mm. <laughs> right, right. I'm not manufacturing this thing. Right, right. right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. Um, but um, yeah, you know that patience for the elderly, elderly. You know, and, and spending time with our parents. Mm. Um, chapter five, we kind of read through mm. this genealogy, and we read about people, and they grew older, and then they died. Right. All right. So that was even a great segue into um, what we kind of went over last week. But you know, one person stood out in particular, um, which is Enoch. Right. Yeah. So we got, he was the seventh from Adam. So we got the seventh from Adam on both sides. Um, through the line of Cain and through the line of Seth. And, you know, we discussed the whole Cain side and what came of that and what, you know, that developed into. And we kind of ended with, you know, this, this, uh, this line, right? The names, the the number of years that they they lived, but eventually it always ended with this grim um, line, right? 
and they died and he died mm. and he died they all died mm. but Enoch he didn't die mm. let's let's read about let's go back and read about Enoch that that person 21 yeah Enoch lived 65 years and begot Methuselah after he begot Methuselah Enoch walked with God 300 years and had sons and daughters. So all the days of Enoch were 365 years. And Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. And you had a question last week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, um, where did you guys think Enoch was? Because, um, you know, I guess he, di he didn't die, so he wouldn't go where people who died went. Which I, I assumed it was still like the um, Abraham's bosom, but in that even it might not have been named Abraham's bosom because he wasn't like alive at that point yet. Right. But where else would they go? You know, it wasn't with the Lord. Yeah. And um, I think Enoch was with the Lord because it says, you know, um, in another verse somewhere it says he was taken up. I think that's in Hebrews, right? In the Hall of Faith, it talks about he was taken up. Mm -hmm. So where else would up be? But with God in heaven. So, so who, who's the other character that did not see death? Elijah. 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 All right. So two characters in the Bible that did not see death. Great question. Mm -hmm. uh, and I always wondered about that. Mm. Anybody? You know, we starting to speculation early. Mm. I love the way Elijah went up, though, just in that chariot of fire, though. That was, right. that was dope. I would pick that. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure if his... Um they were with the Lord. I'm thinking, um, you think about the curse of Adam, where he's like, uh, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna get fruit from the sweat of your brow, and from the dust, you were made, and the dust you return. And you made a great point, like, you know, you're gonna work the ground, and then the ground is gonna swallow you up. Mm -hmm. So the fate of every man is to go down. You know, even if you're like, I'm talking about like the physical flesh, the, f the frame, mm -hmm. you know, you, you have to get put into the ground like you're going to you're going to return to dust. And I don't know. I just see that Enoch and um, Elijah was men that didn't have to go through that. Like they didn't have to go through that whole process of death and your flesh dying and decaying and going and being returned back to the dust. Okay. But where they were, if they were with the Lord, I don't know, you know, but. I mean, I'm, I'm looking. I, I think I think they were probably, you know, in Abraham bosom wherever Abel went. I mean, because I know Abel died, so wherever Abel went, I think they went there. I think nobody. But he experienced death, so that I think it's different for Ooh. those that experienced death, right? What? Abel. Yeah. No, no, no. I I understand what you're saying, but I'm thinking that that's the only thing that they probably didn't have to experience. That's why they what? were taking up. But they will instead of going down, instead of their flesh going down, that it was take you know, if you're not going down, you're going up. But they I, will experience death, right? Why do you say that? Aren't they going to be well, we know that Elijah's probably gonna be one of the the prophets, right? Yeah, that one of the down, two witnesses. Two witnesses. Yeah. Easy, easy, that, that's, easy. That's speculation. Spe but uh, you know what? I, 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 think, I think Elijah and then him and then Enoch. No, no, no. Moses, you don't Moses, think Moses. you think it's gonna be Moses? I think so. Oh no, nah, they're not gonna do Moses dirty like that. Remember they, <laughs> all right, whatever. But I'm, I, I think, I think you, I was, uh, yo. It seems like some of the word used with Enoch was translated. I think in some of the versions, um, I think he was raptured. I think he went to heaven. Mm -hmm. Me too. 
Yeah, I, I think he went to heaven. And and especially like when you, when you read um, a little bit in Jude, when he talks about Enoch, um, it says it was also about these that Enoch, the seventh from Adam, prophesied, saying, Behold, the Lord cometh with 10,000 of his holiness to execute judgment on all and to convict all the ungodly of all their deeds of ungodliness that they have committed in such an ungodly way. And, um, and as you continue reading the whole thing, you see that Enoch was prophesying of the coming of Jesus. Mm -hmm. So that means he had a special walk with the way the Lord revealed so much to him, especially that he was uh, right there with Adam. Like Adam, uh, they were living in the same time frame. Adam was still alive. So he spoke with, and I'm, well, this is all speculation. I'm thinking that, yo, he really got it and understood what Adam was talking about. It's like, yo, what happened in the garden? How he walked with God. This is who God was. Who This is who God is. And I think he really grabbed the hold of that and really encompassed it and, and you know, just fostered this relationship with, with the Father that the Lord revealed so much to him and he was totally sold out. And the Lord said, yo, he's the one. And I think this is all a prefigure to give us a greater lesson, I think. Right. Right. I think that's the whole thing. It's to give us a greater lesson of what's about to come. Mm -hmm. you know which is you know just part of a typology so so there's a couple of things that i think about right i know that no no man had access to heaven until after christ yes so that's one thing right so he got taken he got he didn't experience death i don't know if i want to convolute death with the destination you go to after death if you understand what I'm saying, mm -hmm. maybe is dying an experience itself, mm -hmm. just your flesh stopping yep. and your spirit separating from you. Is that an experience that um, people go through when they die? Yeah. Obviously, <laughs> you're not going to know until you die. Until you die. Right. So is it is it something that he did not experience, death itself, whatever... Mm -hmm experience that that only jesus christ conquered death and ro rose from the dead right so the destination that he was taken to he was able to go there and i believe everybody went to the same destination right right whether you know it's abraham's bosom or obviously this was before abraham paradise mm -hmm. right it was it was paradise because you think about abel Able, right, because a lot of people died. That whole line of Seth, right. they mm -hmm. died. Before, all of them died before Abraham, right? So was he able to get translated over there right. without experiencing this death thing? Mm, right. Getting snatched from this life to the, next. to the next. Whatever that is. You know, obviously, I'm just guessing. But right. what I do know is that Unless you're covered in the righteousness of Jesus Christ, you cannot be in the presence of God. That's right. right. There's no other way around it. Yep. So, you know, that's a question I thought about. And I was like, all right, where did he go? Yeah. Did he go in his flesh? Well, no, you can't because your flesh is not compatible. So maybe it was a translation. Maybe you was able to get to that other side and you skip this death thing. 
That's what I believe. That's yeah. that's how I I mean I'm able to process. But it. I, I feel like it's, it's the same thing happened to him, which is what's gonna happen to the to the body of Christ when we get raptured, right? It, I, I like it, it doesn't matter that he he was taken up in his flesh because he's no, just no, gonna but, be turned into a glorified body. But it's not death. Right. And those and that are when, alive, when we get raptured, it's gonna be the same. It's thing. not gonna be death either. Right. And we're gonna be with the Lord forever. Right. Right. So that's what I'm saying. I just see, like, the dude was walking with the Lord, like, 300 years, and they made a point of saying that. And then God is going to just take him and bring him down to wherever everybody else was. It was like paradise. That, it was paradise. That was but paradise. It, but was it in the presence of God? No. Was, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like his, his reward for, you know, for walking with the Lord 300 years was just to, he was probably better off just being alive and walking in the presence no, of God. No. I think <laughs> the difference is he didn't experience death. The sting of death. You see that the way it says death has this thing. And you got to yeah, think I, about the whole. I see that. You, ha, you, yeah. get, you look at the whole chapter. The whole chapter is the same thing. Everybody died. Yeah. That's the theme of the chapter. This person lived X amount of years. He died. This person lived, that was through the whole chapter. And then you mm. get to this person of Enoch where it's like he walked with God and he didn't, ex I look at it as like he didn't experience that because right. he walked with God. He didn't die, you know? And yeah. it's like what Marcus was, you know, explaining further is just that sting of death, that whole experience of, you know, you're, yeah, you're, I mean, you're going. No you know, man, no man I, gets to the father except through Jesus Christ. Right. And in time. That yeah. act wasn't done yet. Right. Well, having yeah, faith in the saying. coming Messiah, though, wasn't that sort of the same thing? Yeah, but all the that, Old Testament saints was... Yeah. was, was yeah. Abraham, yeah. Abraham was in paradise. Yeah. But they all died. That's what yeah. I'm saying. He did not die. No, no, no. So he still had faith in Jesus that he could be in heaven in his presence. No. No. Why not? Because you cannot. You cannot be in the presence of God without being covered in the righteousness of Jesus Christ. Right. And his faith in the coming Messiah doesn't count as that? Abraham had more Abraham was a father of faith. Right. Yeah, I mean I, I see that. But what I'm all right, I'm just saying because he all those right, other because, guys died. Right, because all this one God took him. He didn't experience he didn't, he didn't experience death. death but yeah. I feel like I just feel like this is different. I feel God took him up. So then there's another up. way. Right. And so three hundred walking with God for three hundred years in faith is it's another way. It's another way. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I, I see yeah. what you're saying, but you got to yeah, think uh, about you got to think about these other men who were righteous, who walked with God longer than 300 and, years. But they experienced death for right. for whatever reason. God allowed them to experience death. No, so, this so, was okay. different. So let's let's define what death is. Death is a, a vehicle to go from this reality to the next. Right. How that ve how death is how it's experienced, how, what goes on in the mind when the body stops and the spirit, I, I, I don't know. Like but that. whatever it is, Enoch didn't experience that. He was taken to the other side, skipping death itself. It says, it says in 24, it says, for God took him. Yes. He took him from <laughs> this. He's like God snatched him. Right. You God's, coming with me, bro. Yeah, yeah. he took like, him from let's this. Let's get out this, this From place. this reality. And put him in the next reality, and he skipped death. Right. That's that's how I process it. To be, yeah. I mean, you could you could kind of see it like um, in terms of it's taking him out of the three dimension and bringing him to the fourth dimension. Yes, sir. So it's almost like a portal type thing, you know, to be put it in a sci-fi type of way from one dimension to the next. And I do see where, you know what? Because I don't know for sure, I can see where both of them 
you know, can be true. But I am kind of leaning that without uh, the blood, without the blood, and without because remember the whole purpose of like Jesus Christ dying. Remember he had to, um, like yo, now you have entrance to heaven. Um, no other way because I died and now I could release those and I could open up Abraham's bosom. Right. You think about so, Hebrews going into the Holy of Holies, he right. being the high priest through his flesh, he's the sacrifice. Right. It's like when you read Hebrews, you understand the... Right. See, but the thing is, is that the, the, the next argument, though, I could bring up on on and side... What about Elijah? That, no, I mean, same thing would go with, with Elijah. Before, so you think Elijah so, and Enoch... No, but, but what I'm saying is that the only argument where I could go to back up what he's saying, because I totally agree with you saying that the only way you get into the presence of the Father is through the blood, mm -hmm. right? Through that finished work on the cross. Like Christ had to go through that. Now, what if you throw in another caveat saying that, you know, when you go in Revelations, he was slain from before the foundation of the earth. So that's mm -hmm. been, so that means because outside of eternity, it's been done. So, mm. so if you say that, so if you say that, then you have to say that Christ had a body. How could he be right, slain? Right. Right. You have to be in a body yeah. in order to die. Right. So, so that idea was determined before the foundation of the act did not that, occur. That, right. Right. But exactly. we were committed to make this happen. Mm -hmm. So yeah, this is something that had to happen in time. Right. Right. And in time he was, to you know, the Lord, God prepared this body for me. Right. So God had to enter in time in order yeah. to complete all of this. Right. In order so to pave the way. Before the foundation of the world, it was determined. It was determined. Gotcha. And, and right. We are committed to this. That was the idea behind Correct. That, that scripture. So you know, no, I, I don't. I don't think that it happened. It happened in time. It was just something in time. It was something for man. Right. And he, he put on flesh and became a man. Right. So he had to operate within the boundaries and the rules of time. Within the rules and the physics of, right. of so, this reality. Doug, you cannot enter the presence. There's no negotiating that. Without the cross. Without the cross. That's why everybody that was in Abraham's bosom, when the Lord resurrected, he was like, all right, let's go. Everybody was out mm. from... Adam, all the way to whoever was the last person, the thief on the cross, mm -hmm. right? Today you shall be with me in paradise. All right, let's go. Now it's open. Dog, the veil is torn. Before that, there was no other way. So there's no way anybody, any man could have been in the presence of God. That's, that's my take. That's what I think. I agree. Yeah. It's just that we don't understand exactly what this paradise is. Because the thing is that we're automatically assuming paradise has to be in the presence of God. But how could there be a prayer? You know what I'm saying? So well, I mean, it gets a little confused. The rich man, the story of the rich man right. speaks about That's it. it. Yeah, exactly. That's it's a holding word. place. Yep. Right. It was a holding place. That's what the word says. And yeah. that's why he gave the parable of Lazarus and the rich man. Right. You know? And that's where we get it from, that it was Abraham's bosom, that it was paradise. that Because mm. before, without that story, we would all believe yeah. that they were in the presence of the Lord. Right. It was the Lord yeah. himself who said they're not in the presence of God, but they are in Abraham's bosom. It's, Christ said it. Right. It's not It's not us, you know. So yeah. if we stick to the word, it's like, I mean, we can speculate, right. you know, but at the end of the day, you know, what well, the word says is final. And plus, what was right across from them? That the great chasm, 
There was a great a chasm, chasm and then hell. Mm-hmm. It's a holding spot. Right. Until everything get determined. Right. So that other side is still filled up until right. the end. Where he gets thrown into the lake of fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, man. Yo, I mean, that's what the word says. I mean, if we're going if we're going off the word, that's exactly what it is. That's what we have, you know. That's what we know. I should say that's what we definitely know because that's what that's what Jesus said. So, let's get into chapter six. (laughs) Um, Um, just real quick, you see, it says Enoch walked with the Lord after Methuselah was born. You don't see something. It says, after he begot Methuselah, Enoch walked with God. Because God probably told him. What Methuselah represented? Yeah. What did Methuselah represent? Grace. <laughs> That's right. All right. Yeah. They said what? Methuselah he, was the longest living. What, 969 years? Yeah. yeah. And he, you know, I think Enoch got the, the message, the prophecy Yo, once this guy died, judgment is coming. Right. And Enoch probably said, oh. And he got straight. <laughs> and he got straight. He's back straighten up. I don't, I don't know. No, but I, I, the reason I said that is because I agree with you. Like, when he, real, when he realized, because I know that's what I realized I got, you know. That's when I started to seek God, even though I didn't find him. Mm. You know, I got caught up with a whole bunch of madness. But that's when I became aware of um, me having to get right with God. That's when my path started, when I realized judgment was coming. You know, it was like, yo, Christ is coming back before the year 2000. Oh, I got to get right. I got four years. Mm. <laughs> you know, right. that's when I realized, like, you know, I understood that judgment was coming. You know, and I, I'm not right with God and I have to get right with God. So I get it when Enoch understanding that, you know, you know, being Methuselah, um, his death would, you know, at, when he died, judgment would come. It's like, OK, let me get right. And that's what. That's what um, knowing judgment is coming supposed to do. You're supposed to, like, if you know judgment is coming, you're supposed to go get right. If you know that one day you got to stand before your judge, oh, you got to get your life right. You know, that's mm-hmm. what it's supposed to do. So it's yeah. just, I, I feel like that was, that was only right. You know, and the way the Lord puts it in the scriptures is like after Methuselah was born, like you said, after he had the understanding of judgment, he got right. Yeah. He responded. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to respond. Can I just read something real quick? Yeah. Just from um just to cover like all the names that we went through, the genealogy. I mean, you could take this with a grain of salt. I was just reading out of this book, Chuck Missler. Ralph um, moment. <laughs> <laughs> and he went into each name and got the like the Hebrew the explanation. So it's like And this is the line of Seth. Right. So Adam uh stands for man, Seth appointed Enosh mortal, Kenan sorrow. Mahalalal, the blessed God, Jared shall come down, Enoch teaching, Methuselah, his death shall bring, Lamech, the despairing, and Noah, rest or comfort. So it says like when you read all the names, it comes out in a sentence saying, man is appointed mortal sorrow, but the blessed God shall come down teaching that his death shall bring the despairing rest. So within just the names alone from, of the genealogy spells the gospel message. When yeah. you break it down in the Hebrew, from the Hebrew to the English. Yeah, that's a coincidence, man. 
God, God, God didn't take all that time to plan all that, bro, to send a message to you so you could get right. That was just a coincidence, B. Yo, B, when I, when I first got saved, yo, I used to sit down and watch hours of Chuck Missler. Oh, yeah. Chuck Missler is an overload, bro. That's a Chuck Missler. He'll yo. fry your bro. That was my guy, man. He's yeah. my guy. He's, he's with the Lord now. Amen. Yeah. But psst, yo, B, that guy was a genius. Yeah, he truly is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You can't keep up with Miss Libby. So, um, controversial chapter, Genesis 6. Um, the, this was one of the, this was one of the chapters when I, when I um, heard this perspective, this per- perspective that I hold on to, that I lean towards, when I was like, yeah, this, this book is real. This book is official. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, and again, there's there's different um, opinions about what people think it actually means. Um, we, we we could probably share those, yeah. um, but then we you know I'll, I'll share what I think, what I lean towards. What I lean towards, you gonna? I get kind of. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna share it too. Where people gonna be like, "Yo, I knew it." <laughs> when we get there, they go like, but I, I, I totally see something in here that I don't know. I don't know if uh, other Christians or, but people, I think other people might see it too. But we're going to go through it. All right. Huh? Let's get in it. Yeah, yo. let's get yeah. in it. What do you want me to read to? One to four. Now it came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth and daughters were born to them, that the sons of God saw the daughters of men, that they were beautiful. And they took wives for themselves of all whom they chose. And the Lord said, My spirit shall not strive with man forever, for he is indeed flesh. Yet his days shall be 120 years. There were giants on the earth in those days and also afterward when the sons of God came into the daughters of men and they bore children to them. Those were the mighty men who were of old, men of renown. Man, oh man, it is time. <laughs> oh man, all right, man, get into it. Hmm. Interesting um, title, or or you know, the sons of God. All right, everywhere in in the scriptures, that's referring to angels, Correct. and also. Adam being a son of God and who else? Sons of God. Has well, it has it ever referred to men? Yeah, I believe so. Regular men? Yeah, I think somewhere in Psalms. Is it Psalms? You got it? No, I don't have it. You talk about Psalms eighty two? Yeah, I think so. I'm not sure where it doesn't say sons of God. They don't see sons of God. Uh, what it says? Um, I don't think it. It. I don't know. I don't I recall mean, that scripture says, saying sons uh, of God. No, I'm not sure. No, he just says in the midst of the gods. There's a divine council in the midst of divine the gods. council. That's something yeah. else. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so I was wrong. But we see it in Job. Job. Um, I don't. I can't think of any other. I, I think that's the main one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the main one in Job. Yeah. And it's talking about angels. Yeah. 
Yeah. Hmm. So now, um, one view is that this sons sons of God is referring to the line of Seth that were, fo- you know, following God. Yes. So they were righteous, right? Mm-hmm. And they saw the daughters of Cain. Cain. And they wanted to, you know, know the daughters of Cain. But when they took took them for themselves, they had giants. And that doesn't the make that doesn't make sense to me. Right. Now, but if you read four, it says there were giants on the earth in those days, and also afterward. Yeah. When the sons of God came into the daughters of men and they bore children to them, those were the mighty men. Yeah, referring to the giants. Uh, I don't, I don't, I think they were giants before that. I think that's what that says. So why would it says and also afterward? Yeah, it sounds like it sounds like the Nephilim aren't the the giants that they're talking about. I mean, like it wasn't the result of the angels and the and the women. Yeah, it says also. So where did the giants so come from? Where did they come from? I don't know. It's telling you right there where it's the giants came from. Yeah. It, it, I sort of agree with Mike on that one. No, I'm just saying this is something that I noticed, you know, just reading it recently. That it says, and also afterward, it's like the, the mighty men who were old, men of renown, sounds like that's the result. That's the result of the, the children that were no, born from the Son of God. But the Nephilims the are the mighty men. Yeah, they are the mighty men. It's, it's, it's referring to the, the same thing. Okay. The men of renown... The mighty men, same as the Nephilim, giants. But even if that's the case, it still says they were there before the angels made, you know, wives to the to the earthly women. Nah, I, no, it doesn't. Right? No, it, doesn't it says no, because when it, it when from my version it says the Nephilim were on the earth in those days, yeah. and also afterward when the sons of God came into the daughters of men. So show yeah. you that the, the Nephilim. Yes, yeah, so the Nephilim was the result of the sons of God with the daughters of men. Now, the afterward, no, no, no. no you're saying that may be it's the saying, question. It's saying those days and also afterward when the sons of God Go so, ahead, continue. So, came into the daughters of men and they okay. bore children to them. So All it right, says so. that they were there in those days, right? Which days? Those days, whatever those days mean. The days of uh, And also afterward, when the sons of God right. came into the daughters of men. Right. Okay, so what are you saying? So well, I'm saying that what Mike was saying is that it sounds like those giants were there before the fallen angels came down and married so then how the did women. They get how, there? how did they get we, there? We don't know. Now I'm going to hit you with my speculation. Can but I get this th- is telling you how they got there. <laughs> but how is it telling you when I'm, I'm I'm reading what it says? And does that not sound as if they were there before? Yeah, it sounds like they were there before. Now I'm going to hit it you says, with my speculation. Okay. Here's my Go speculation. Go ahead. It says the giants were there. How uh-huh. they got there, I don't know. Okay. I don't know how they got there. But okay. I believe the result of the sons of God sleeping with the daughters of men, the mighty men, that were renowned, I believe those were like, like when you see, um, like when you hear Greek mythology, like Hercules, like I believe that's where those men came from. What do you mean? Like, so where did the Hercules like, come from then? No, that's no. I'm saying they came from that's the sons the off, of God. The offspring. That's the offspring of, of the, the sons of God the sleeping women. with the daughters of men. I believe okay. they're not the the giants are not the offspring of that, but these men that were of renown. 
maybe now I, I understand maybe Greek mythology uh-huh. when you hear about like Hercules and uh-huh. all these you know, Zeus, Zeus and these Poseidon, go, right, Odin, these half god, half men, demigods, uh-huh. right, demigods that I believe they're the offspring of that. Hmm. But that's just my belief. No, well, I mean, so, so but the giants, I don't know where they came from. But but, but I mean, it's it, it's the it's the and also afterward. Listen, that's that, what that's we got to explain yeah. these giants, dog. I mean, we don't got to explain nothing. We can't have giants <laughs> pop out of well, nowhere. We got to explain. Listen, when that whole section is explaining the whole thing. Right. Okay. I mean, so I, now you're you separating a group. You're saying a sentence. giant, and then you're saying men of renown. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Why? Why can't you say that that's both? What I, that's, what I, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Well, I don't think you guys are understanding no, I, I'm, the, what, what, what the scripture is, is no, no, I, saying. No, what I'm saying is that. I, so then who was the giants or what were they? Listen. They were human for, beings, before, just tall human beings. Before I read There's this. There's giants out here today, seven foot seven. You know, humongous I don't men. know where they came from. You know what I'm saying? They, and I'm How do t- we know what, the, what uh, that giant consists of to them? What if it was an eight foot dude? Uh, we could read uh, Joshua. Okay. What if it was a. What did they say? What if it's a five foot cat looking at an eight foot dude? You know, like he's a giant compared to them, right? So when the spies went out to the land of Canaan and they said, we're like grasshoppers, you're saying that was a shack type of guy? No, I'm not saying that. I, I don't know what the giant Listen, was. Honestly, like I said, before I read this again a couple of times, I I believed exactly how you said it. Like the giants were a result of these sons of gods, which is angels, sleeping with the daughters of men. Um, Honestly, I still believe that they are offspring of that. I'm not, I can't say that for sure, but I know through the scriptures, I know for sure that the result of the sons of God sleeping with the daughters of men is where it says those were the mighty men who were of old men of renown. But now, why are you separating them? Why are you because, separating because the Nephilims, the, the giant? So then, because mm. of the and also afterward. That's why I'm separating. But when, when is the afterward? After could, the giants, when giants could, were in it on the earth in those days, and could, also afterward. What's the afterwards? After what? After the okay. giants. On afterwards, the earth. when the sons of no, God. No, the what, afterwards what? is talking about post-Diluvian age. Yeah, yeah. After the flood. After the flood, they were mm. there. Because Goliath. That's not what it says here. But it's that's talking about post. It's talking about before the flood, flood. and after, after the, flood. the flood. No, that's not what it says there. So hold on, let me let me throw a scripture how, how at you. you get that, that would no, help. No, that. I'm yeah. just saying, how do you get we that? get as you read the story, it gets into it. That's the reason the whole flood came. Right. because look, well, let's, let's, the let's, flood came because the, the wickedness in their hearts, not because of the sins of the angels. Hold on, hold on. Let's let's let me, can the, I can I throw the verse a verse at them? Okay, um, normally we don't like doing this, but... And, and hold on, hold on. Real quick, let's keep in mind of the past few weeks, what we've been reading. Right. Let's keep in mind what happened in the garden. Let's yeah. keep in mind the, the war that was declared. No, I agree. Let's with, keep in I mind the sentence that. That, was, that was pronounced on the enemy, the right. gauntlet that was thrown down. Right. And now start peeping the war that's happening. Right. We always have to keep that in context. Right, there's a war going on, and God, he, 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 yo, this is judgment for you, Satan. Satan is like, you know, I'm not gonna take this laying down. Yeah, and we was, saw the right. first with Cain and Abel, right. we saw the war. The, now you're seeing another aspect of the war, mm-hmm. right? right? The whole point of Satan is listen, this son 
is not going to be born. Right, you have to corrupt the seed. So now it. I have to corrupt the seed. No, I get it. Right. I totally agree. Right. So now if the seed is corrupt, if man is totally corrupt, how is this son going to come in? The son will never Dog, be born. This is just part of the war. Right. And this is what we're seeing. Right. This is it, it, attack. And then we're also looking at a 1,500-year time span when this is happening. Right. So now you're looking at the war. It's a battle. Listen, this seed... I'm going to kill it. Or I'm going to do everything in my power to, to prevent, prevent it from coming. I right. agree. So, yeah. So, I that's a great that. point. The whole purpose is we never want Jesus to be born. We never want the Messiah to be born. I agree. So, now, if, if one, we're going we're gonna to kill him with, you know, lust of the eyes, lust of flesh, you know, pride of life. We're gonna, Satan's going to attack mankind with all these things to prevent him or whatever. But the, the, one of his next tool of our, um, his weaponry was let me corrupt the entire seed of man, destroy their DNA so that man cannot be born. If he is born, he's going to be of this corrupt line by having the angels sleep with mankind, and now you have this hybrid demigods running around. You're no longer a man. You're no longer a man. So now, now, and the reason why, like, so I'm going to throw Second Peter 2 and 4, he says, for if God did not spare angels when they sinned but cast them into hell, and committed them to chains of gloomy darkness to be kept until the judgment. If he did not spare the ancient world, but preserve Noah, a herald of righteousness with seven others, when he brought a flood upon the world of the ungodly. Okay? So now you see he is directly associating the sin of the angels during the time of Noah and the flood. I agree. So I mean, you yeah, see, we agree so, with that. So yeah, so you're seeing that this whole, this whole thing is dealing with the sin of the angels. What's the sin of the angels? Sleeping with with exactly with the women, that, and that's what created <laughs> the that's Nephilim. Not, that's not what it says there. That's exactly what it says. I mean, all right, all right. I mean, whatever you whatever no you problem. say. No, because I mean, because I think no, no, no. I see. Listen, that's exactly no, what. No, 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 it's not whatever you have to say, but you have to explain what this is talking about. Then. No, no. Like I said before, I've read this. I. I understood it as giants on the earth being a result of the the sons of God sleeping with the daughters of men. Right. Right? And that's that could be a possibility. Right? Mm-hmm. That's what that's what you guys are saying. Right? Yeah. That's, no, that's what, what, what they're saying. That's, is, what, that's, what, that's I, what they're that's saying. What I, that's what I is totally the truth. Believe. That's what you believe. That's what okay. I believe. But like I said, the and also afterward. Like I'm thinking that giants were here. Mm-hmm. Sons of God sleeping with the daughters of men. And that's yeah. why I'm thinking the result is those were the mighty men. Because that's what it makes it clear. It makes it clear that now, those that were born. Can I say one thing? Those were the mighty men. And the, I think it was something The else. Hebrew word so for good. giant means fallen ones. So could these giants just have been fallen angels? What do you mean? That I, were just roaming the earth, doing demigod type of things. And then eventually they say, you know what? Let me marry... Let me look at that human woman and marry her, and then whatever was created was created. So you're saying the the giant, uh, the giant was which the fallen angel, was a fallen angel. Well, all right, what do, and I just say that just because the commentary here says that the Hebrew word for giant means fallen ones, right? So maybe that could have been just an angel that okay. evacuated another, his place in in heaven. See another another good word that they use for the fallen ones um, is earthborn, the Nephilim, earthborn. So in terms of like where it was contrasting where there was this angel, you know, this spiritual being sleeping with man and then creating this earthborn being that wasn't supposed to be here. So I think the Nephilim is like these giants is, you know, 
the direct result of that. All right. I mean, that's it, fine with me. I just, just that, that part of the sentence makes it sound like they're talking about they were already here in the mm-hmm. day of, you know, when, when it says the sons of men were re- replicating and multiplying on earth. It sounds like there were giants on the earth in those days and also yeah. okay, but what's, afterwards. You have but to, I, I what's get, in I, those you know, days? What's, I, what's the days? Right, the right. days of Noah. Yeah. And then afterwards, what's that? That's like, let's say Goliath. The days after the flood. No, no, but, but, no, but it says afterward, after. and it explains what that afterward is. It, that afterward, comma, when the sons of God came into the daughters of men. After. There was a time before the angels sinned, and then there was a time after the angels sinned. And that's what that afterward there is separating. You see, the, it, those days, and also afterward, Mm-hmm. comma when the sons of god came into the daughters of men and they bore children with them yeah so it separates those days as before the sins of the no, angels no that's explaining what was happening in those days yeah from the first verse what is the first verse saying this is when man began to no. multiply on the face of the land and daughters were born to them right the sons of god saw the daughters of man were attractive and they took as their wives any they chose, mm-hmm. right? So I'm thinking from, you see, the thing is, is that we're thinking that, no, like, I, when I, you read I, it I linearly. See, I see when you're saying the also afterwards, because that could be referring to Goliath. Like, there were, there were giants even after the flood. Like, when you think about the giants and you think about the children of Israel going into the land of Canaan and seeing right. these, these when men. Yeah, when Joshua because you're and Caleb, getting, yep. you're getting this story, you know, whoever... If Moses is the author, whoever is the author of this story, that's how you're getting it. Right. Okay. Because, it, it, and, and plus, the thing is that we can't just think out of it, oh, it only started happening when Noah was born on the scene. Right. You know? So this is, I don't know how long it was it. 1,500 years. Right. So all of this was happening during the time because, like, Satan's not letting anything rest. He's like, I'm going to try to corrupt the seed from jump. No, I get that. I, I, I you see know? what you guys are saying. All right. So let's, let's, let's continue on. All right. Cool. What do you want? Verse 5? Let's do verse 5 to 8. Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And the Lord was sorry that he had made man on the earth, and he was grieved in his heart. So the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, creeping thing and birds of the air, for I am sorry that I have made them. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Read, read 9 and 10. This is the genealogy of Noah. Noah was a just man, perfect in his generation. Noah walked with God, and Noah begot three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Okay. okay. So what is, what is God seeing? It's wickedness. Wickedness. It says it was great on the earth. Yeah, I'm really seeing like this this wickedness. Um, I think this is the one of the second uh, insurrection of like tremendous. First, you had the the disobedience of Adam, which led everything. The first rebellion. The first rebellion that led everything into sin. Mankind causing rebellion against God, right? When he ate the fruit and brought death, you know, and all the things that we're seeing, right? Mm-hmm. And then I think this is one of the great that second greatest atrocity. Is with this sin right here with the 
angels sleeping with mankind and mankind, the women actually accepting this and partaking of this, you know, uh, thing that God did not allow. And that caused the next greatest sin and destruction because they said they corrupted every flesh. Every flesh. Um, yep. Man, women, and beast. So everything was corrupted by these fallen angels. And like Mike was saying earlier, um, this is where you're beginning to see how uh, these things that you learn, that there was there's some form of truth and reality to it with all Greek mythology, mm -hmm. with the Zeus, the Poseidon, and all these things. The, um, all these mythology and all these things that people are learning you know uh and there's actual fossil records of giants that were on the earth that's mm -hmm. been unearthed archaeological digs that can prove this you know that these people actually existed mm -hmm. so with with this reality in mind knowing this is that you see why there had to be a destruction why you know why we go as we continue to learn um about the flood mm. that was the main thing what do you guys say? So here's some things that stick out, right? The Lord, he saw the wickedness, and it was great. And every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. Right? Imagine what that is, right? God being fully aware of everything that's going on, and he's looking at man, and everything. He was like, yo, everything is wicked, and all the intents in their heart is continually is evil continually right and then it says the lord was sorry mm. that he made man mm -hmm. right it's like he was like man going back to everything how 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 this story started and everything right. was good you know, everything was good and all the things and now he's seeing right the effects of everything that's happening mm -hmm. Right, and then yeah. he goes and says, you know, um, and then he goes into Noah, and then it says Noah was a just man, perfect in his generation. Does that mean Noah never sinned? Does that mean he was perfect? Mm -mm. How was he perfect? He stood mm. out. His faith. I think it goes deeper. I think than it that. goes deeper than that because yeah. when you go into the actual word, when it says uh, perfect, the Greek word, I mean the Hebrew word was. Um, Tanim, which meant it's a genetically, he wasn't corrupt. Right, he, he wasn't was corrupted. Corrupted. Yeah, he wasn't corrupted. Now, when I when I learned that, now I understood why it was only eight souls that were saved. Right, right. And Noah was perfect, mm -hmm. and his family, but his sons had wives. Right. That's so right. that's what leads me to understand. And after those days, because right. every every. Every other people was dead. It was only eight souls. Mm -hmm. So now how did this corruption get back in? Get back out there. Mm. Even though it was lesser, right? If if you if you go into the the um you know the stories mm -hmm. about pre-diluvian and going into the post, mm -hmm. right? And going back to what you said, um, you know, we we read creation, you know, everything after its kind. Right. right, and you had that first rebellion with Adam and his wife, and then you're seeing something with this rebellion where um, angels, and and we read about this in Jude, and I think Peter's and Peter, Second Peter's dog. You're not supposed to mix angels 
whatever they're made out of is totally different from right. from mankind. Right, right. And you're not supposed to those two are not supposed to go together. And mm-hmm. the effects of the, the the giants and and what happened there to the point where everything on the earth was totally corrupt is the reason why the flood had to come. That's right. I mean, well then why that what doesn't make sense to me then with that sort of um explanation is then why wasn't all of them perfect they were still giants right goliath so that makes me think that maybe those giants were not part of the angels um and the the humans because if that was the point to wipe them out why would god allow some of that dna still in these women these wives if he if if the point of wiping out humanity was to get rid of that mix you understand my question or no well that's a good question you You know what i mean because if the point of the the flood was to get rid of that spirit that demonic well not i don't know if it's a demon but that angel and that human dna well well no well is that it it says it was wickedness so there's judgment is always going to come yeah yeah, no no, and then we're dealing with 1500 years you're still seeing the grace Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, so the reason the reason why God judged the earth was it says it right here. No, I don't think He just judged the earth because the angels were sinning. He judged the earth because man was wicked. Right. Yeah. yeah so that's yeah. why He judged the earth. But what you're saying is that you, you're saying that that perfect meant genetic purity, right? Yeah, I, I don't believe for, that for, for Noah. I, yeah, I don't. I, I don't that. necessarily believe that. I believe when it says he was. Go ahead, Angela. And I'm just trying to say if that's the case, and and He wanted to wipe out the whole angel and women dna from then how did goliath get here then if if those i see it as those <laughs> those what giants try, were already here no no because you're saying he wanted to wipe out the but that's the what you guys are saying because jesus could not come from that no but what I, i'm saying that, that toxic dna you're understanding how the level mm. of wickedness got past the tipping point mm-hmm. no, it, it was I, I get it that. was something I understand that, that it was something supernatural it. it was something supernatural mm-hmm. right and then we see that when noah's introduced he's introduced in a way that's not regular and the word that's used is perfect mm-hmm. so it's either he was a perfect man and never sinned or it's talking about something else I so just, then which one is it i just think his because it says that he was um he was ju- he was a just man, mm-hmm. perfect in his generations. Noah walked with God, so he was perfect. He never sinned. No. So then what? I think no, those I, two words together mean genuine righteousness. Yeah, I'm thinking that he was probably you know before like when it compared to everybody that was around him. You think about um, when it talks about Lot, it says Lot was righteous. You know, why was Lot righteous? Lot was in the middle of Sodom and Gomorrah. What made Lot righteous? No, no, not righteousness. Righteousness was used for a lot of guys. No, but... The I, perfect. No, I get what you're saying, but I'm thinking, this is what I see. I'm seeing, because it says Noah found grace, and it wasn't because of anything that he did. Right. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't that Noah did something. It was yeah. like, no, this is the Lord out of all the people on the earth. He's like, you'll be, I'm going to give grace to Noah. Yeah. And Noah found that. And that's why it says Noah mm-hmm. was saved. It says, but no, it says, um, I am sorry that I have made them, but Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. 
I don't believe it's because of anything Noah did. I believe it was purely on the grace of God. No, no, hundred no, percent right. Yeah, I'm not saying I, it's anything Noah yeah. did. So, so, I think, so I even think it's when, twofold. So I even when he twofold. said it's perfect, it's not like because Noah was perfect, but no, it says Noah walked with God. It's like Enoch. Okay, so, I don't so, believe Enoch was perfect. So that's why I'm. That's why I'm asking. What? How was he perfect in his yeah. generation? You see, the, but I believe the, that. I think didn't, it's, he didn't. He wasn't caught up with the violence and the, yeah. the wickedness. I think it was of, his faith, his righteousness. I think it's twofold. I mean, I think we we don't have to say either or. I think it's twofold in terms of that um, that perfection where, like for example, he was made righteous, right? Because um, like he says, how was Abraham righteous? It was, he was justified by his faith. Right. So Noah was righteous, justified by his faith, That's not by anything we did. The same thing like us, like, you know, and like, for example, many people confuse um, good and righteous. Oh, oh, you're good, so you're righteous. No, first you have to be made righteous first by the finished work of God, mm-hmm. and then that you know, can make allow you to be good because you're covered by his righteousness. Then you could be perfect. Not mean, not meaning that you're sinless, because there's was no such thing with us as, be, as having having sinless perfection. Only mm-hmm. Jesus have sinless perfection. So, that's it. so perfection is only based on in terms of I could see where perfect in his uh, relationship with God, like David, totally sinful, but his relationship to God was perfect because he never changed God's. He always remained faithful to that one God, Yahweh. And so I think that's what it, I mean. Noah, like he was perfect because he never changed God. He believed in Yahweh, yeah, and as and, the Father. And, and I don't, I and, don't disagree the fact that because of his walk, he didn't corrupt himself with, you know, like you said, with the seed, and because I know that's the that's the that's the main theme throughout. Mm-hmm. You know, Satan is trying to corrupt this seed, and you're you're following this seed going all the way to Christ, this prophecy that was in the garden. So I'm not negating the fact that Noah or his sons didn't corrupt themselves with this, because you got to look at all the things that was happening at the time. The Lord pointed out their sexual immorality. You know, that's Mm -hmm. what, you got to understand, they was killing, they was rapes, there was a lot of things going on, but what what God points out is that angels are sleeping with, with, with human beings. Yeah. This level of sexual immorality, he's like, dog, this is, this is something that, that y'all need to understand because judgment is coming. This is what he points out. Sure. Like out of all the things he could have talked about. You know, he talks about that and he talks about the heart, the intent, that their intent was that their intent was evil every time. And he talks about, I think later when we get, he talks about the violence. Because the result of these giants, because of these mighty men that's on the earth, violence is increasing. So these are the three things that he points out um, concerning the judgment coming. So I don't I don't disagree that Noah wasn't involved with any part of that. Mm. You know, his heart was pure towards God. He didn't get caught up in the sexual immorality, whatever was going on at the time, and the violence. He didn't take part in none of that. And because of that, he was just, he walked with God and he was perfect. And not and he he didn't get mercy because of that. No, that was just it says Noah found grace. Right. So it was just purely just off of the grace of God, because Noah wasn't a perfect man, a sinless man, I should say. Hmm. Yeah, and I'm but, just going according to the scriptures. Yeah, and and I still think that um, the perfection also with that what you're saying, and also with the genetic thing, and and to your question, um, that how did he get in? God destroyed what everyone was seeing, right? Because when you read throughout all, he says, um, like especially when you go into Joshua, he says, yo, when when Caleb and Joshua saw the giants, he said, yo, did the the inhabitants devour? the earth like these guys were destructive 
you know, and and I have a, a pretty strange view on it in terms of because they said everything was corrupted, even animals and all that. So I'm even thinking like when you see um, um, like the Pegasus, the, that, the, 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 right, the yeah. horse with wings. Yeah, and, the half centaurs yeah, the and, centaurs and, and even, all that, even right. like when you like T-Rex, like well, that's one of the things I'm thinking of, like because I know dinosaurs was walking with man. I think like the dinosaurs, I think a lot of that majority of them were were um, herbivores and where they became carnivorous. I think that was even manipulated with these fallen angels where they got this T-Rex where they was devouring the land eating the people and all that. Mm. So God said, I got to destroy all that okay. and save a small group in order to repopulate. So within that, somehow, you know, a little bit of that DNA remained. And I, like, this tradition um, says that it might have been Ham's wife, um, which is, um, they, they think, I don't know if it's true, this is just tradition, you know, um, oh, that Nama from... When he went into the land of Canaan, they were there. Right. Oh, and so this is, and it was, and it was okay. through... And you see it continuing on through the through um, Ham and Canaan and all and of the that. Philistines and, and the Philistines. And the Philistines. Because it's in that, you see it in that group that you see all these giants and all the, you know, uh, the Anunak, the um, Anakims, the yeah. Zamzumins I, 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 with I all these different things. And you, I could see that. You know, so I think that's, it was through his line. But you know what? He preserved Shem because that was the line that Jesus was going to come through. Okay. You know, so... That's why I think somehow, and, and I think it was also a teaching lesson that, you know, okay, some of it got through, and I'm going to teach you through this. Mm, okay. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, it's going to answer there, a lot of questions. Go in the land and destroy everybody. Right. Now it makes sense. You, you, you see that? Okay. What was what? going on over there that right. you're saying, yo, men, women, even the animals. animals. And right. children. Now you get. You see, it. when what, you what, start what, from the beginning, now you're right. starting to understand okay. some of the things that God told the children of Israel to do. Right, right. right? After yo, you gotta go to this promised land. Remember, right. they stayed in captivity. We're skip skipping ahead, right. but they was in captivity for 400 years. When they got out, yo, in order for you to get the promised land, you're gonna have to learn. You're gonna have to go and take it and conquer it. Right. And all the people that was in the land was strange. Right. Nah, yeah. I see what you're right. saying. Like, that's why, yeah, when he says you have to destroy everything. everything. And that's why, like, like, when you're saying, like, with Ham's wife, yeah. and when you look at that lineage, they were all giants. And yeah. that's why when they went into the land of Canaan, they were like grasshoppers to them. And right. It's I all connected. It. Yeah. You see, because yeah. the things that yeah. it really answers the question when people yeah. always say, that, oh, God is homicidal, he's genocidal. Why would he tell people to go kill right. man, woman, and child? Oh, nah, this is it. the reason. Yeah. It was a clear reason, but nobody sees that from Genesis 6, this is where insurrection came in mm. with the fallen angels contaminating the line. And I think it came through him and it just perpetuated. That makes sense. Now, I, I see that. Yeah, I one, that. one thing I, I just like here too in verse 6, and it says, And the Lord was sorry that he had made man on the earth, and he was grieved in his heart. Even with all this wickedness and this just horrible sin, you can't grieve a heart that doesn't care for you. You know, mm, he yeah. still loved this creation. Right. You That's know, beautiful. and the fact that he had to destroy what he loved, that had to break his heart. And just, you know me, bro, I'm a broken record with when I, I just look and I see his mercy and everything. And, and that's what I see there. I see that love and that compassion there when, 
and I'll go off of just the same thing. Verse eight is the, that's a verse that floored me. Mm. I mean, probably like two, three years ago when I read it, just thinking about Noah, you know, and it says he found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Like, mm. you know, it was the grace of God, you know, that, um, you know, Noah and his sons. Mm. And it was, that just, I mean, you're about to destroy everything. Mm. But like you said, it's the heart of God where, yeah. you know, um, I think about just it says that intent of man was nothing but wickedness. And you could see how the Lord probably was broken because he's like, my intentions for you was never this. Right. So the Lord's intent for man was always to be righteous, was always to be loved on. And he's looking at, you know, the, the, what he created, their intent is the total opposite. He's like, yo, I made you in my likeness and my image, right. you know, and I'm good. I'm all good. And that's how I wanted you to be. And you're looking at just man, just the total opposite. Like you said, I know that 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 broke him. Yeah, it, it, it truly is. I mean, and this is the first time we're seeing grace being spoken of it was right here, mm -hmm. showing that grace and um, which is that unmerited favor. Right. You know, and it's a very good thing that you brought up grace because it's a total different picture from mercy. Right? right. You know, it's, you know, getting mercy is you don't get what you deserve like mm -hmm. you, you, you you're speeding and the cops come in and you're supposed to get a ticket he says I'm not going to give you a ticket that's mercy but you know the grace is he comes in like I'm not going to give you a ticket but you know what I'm going to give you my donuts my coffee and I mean <laughs> and you know what in fact I'll, I'll I'll drive you through the red lights to get where you're going faster yeah. mm -hmm. so that unmerited grace the yeah. love of God the love of the father to see that because you know what what I'm surprised is that he even saved some because he didn't have to save anybody exactly because mm -mm. we all we all deserve yeah. to be destroyed it's that commitment yeah yeah that commitment yeah. That commitment that was love determined from before the foundations of the earth was created he's gonna see it through listen i always have a plan mm -hmm. right even if it's down to the last man i'm gonna have a plan mm. and you know again we're seeing his patience we're seeing his um his patience and saying that, yo, when Methuselah dies, that's when judgment is coming. Mm -hmm. Dog, Methuselah is the oldest man that lived. 969. Yeah. He could have he picked the, the, the shortest. But mm -hmm. in his patience and his love and his grace, he was like, yo, the oldest. The man that lived the longest. So you're getting all this time. And he says to get it, right. And he says it in three. He says, my spirit shall not strive with man forever. You know, mm -hmm. you think about the, the job of the Holy Spirit is to convict. Mm -hmm. And you're seeing even, you know, Holy Spirit here, like right. striving. It's like it's this back and forth where the Lord was just, you know, um, fighting with man. Like, yo, so you could you could imagine what he was doing during that time, like trying to get man's attention to be like, dog, I got to get right. Yeah. Like you think about like people's always like, um, you know, with the flood, you know, it's like like you're looking at God like he just wanted to judge. You know, he couldn't wait to destroy man. You know, that's how you think of God in the Old Testament. But this verse right here is like your dog before that came. He was like, yo, I'm not always going to strive with you. You're seeing this, you know, you're just seeing the heart of God just working and just breaking mm -hmm. and just. Just trying, you know, God, he's trying to get, you know, get on the same, on the same page with man. God is the source of patience. Right. And we're always seeing his patience. And the reason he hasn't judged the world now 
it's because he's, he's patient yeah. and he wants more people to, to get on board. If we, if we speaking metaphorically, get on the ark, right. right? Jesus Christ is the ark. Destruction is coming, except it's not water this time. It's going to be fire. Right. You'll get on the ark and through his patience, right? His heart is, is for people to get saved. And he's still That's the reason it's, it's 2021 oh, hold up. and ain't no hot sauce. And his spirit is striving now. And <laughs> striving, <laughs> striving. Continually yeah. striving. And we're seeing right now when you look at <clears throat> when you look at uh, uh, a picture of um, destruction, what are we seeing right before destruction? And this pattern occurs again in the scriptures. We're seeing this the, the level of sin peaks at the sexual immorality. Right. Right, mm-hmm. that's that's so perverse and so out in the open, mm-hmm. right? With total disregard to God, total disregard to His institution that He set up for sexual relations right. between a, a man and a woman in marriage. Mm-hmm. Right, we see that peaks, and and this one is even it's, the perversion of it is crazy because because now it's dealing with beings that's not even compatible with man. Mm-hmm. Right. Right, and that goes on for a long time, for a long time, and then destruction. Right. Yeah. You know, hopping ahead, we have Sodom and Gomorrah. It's another picture of the same thing. Right, right. During the time of Judges, we see another picture of the same thing, where yeah. a tribe almost get wiped yeah. out. Right, of judgment. Right. So, you know, again, I don't know, but is sexual immorality an indication of, you know, what level you're at? in terms of immorality and he don't judge it like you said it's 2021 because he don't judge it according to time right he judge it according to morality yeah and you see that the results of that is you know me reading it now i'm looking at it the results of that he's like when that sexual immorality is at that level he's like yo this is the heart the heart is continuously evil bro so when you're looking at it's being displayed in the lifestyle but he's like this is the heart right the heart is continually evil and then it results to violence mm-hmm. you're seeing right. this pattern right you know and like you said even with with um you know jumping ahead with Sodom and Gomorrah is the same thing where they was knocking on a they got violent the violence right. yeah. you start seeing same thing with Benjamin at that time you remember Benjamin they were they got violent you know, right. it was this, it, it always goes to this point, but it's amazing how the Lord reveals the heart. He was like, that life, you know, when you're looking at, and, and you're seeing the attack on the family, you know, right. attack on marriage, attack on the family. This thing that was supposed to be man and woman come together and create, right. you know, beautiful babies and fruit for and multiply. He's like, the perversion, this is what it creates. Giants, right. men of renown. You know, right. you're seeing this thing and, it's yeah. just, but it's just amazing how he's like, yo, this is the heart. This is the heart. Of this God. is the heart. Like you're looking at it like, oh, it's just, this is how it's portrayed. This is how it's displayed. But God who sees all things, he's like, this is the heart. It's continually, continuous yeah. evil. And you know what? As you're saying that, and because um, when you look at sex, sex is the most beautiful gift that God gave to man and woman. Because as we um, spoke about it in, with marriage, in chapter two and that was a picture of when adam and eve coming together you know and this was this special gift of intimacy the highest level of intimacy where the two become one and it's a picture of the unity and the image of the trinity the image of god 
you know, and God is reflecting that. It's like, yo, this is a picture of pure holiness, love, unity. And it's kind of like exemplified in this sexual gift that I've given you. Mm-hmm. And then you take that, which is supposed to represent this unity that can be displayed in the Trinity. And you totally, you mar it, you destroy it, you, you know, pervert it. And he's like, yo, you are perverting my image. You are perverting this wonderful gift I gave you for you to sense the love that I have for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm displaying my love for you yeah. through you having unity with the uh, husband and wife. Right. And now you're destroying the intimacy and making it something to just, you know, just tossed in the trash. Yeah. And the you thing know? I notice is uh, just real quick. The thing I notice is, um, it's, you know, the scriptures tell you angels is not given on to marriage. Yeah. And yeah. these guys, and it's you see it. It's not like they just said they they, they took women, they had sex with them. And it's like no, they took them as wives. So the intent, I think, it was to pervert, mm-hmm. you know, marriage. Yeah, you know, because you think about it's like angels is not given into marriage, but mm-hmm. the wording here is used. They took them as wives. Mm-hmm. So even though God didn't see that as marriage, but right. it's like He's showing you the heart of these these fallen. Right. The angels, like you guys wanted to pervert marriage. Mm. Like you you took these women. I don't see it as marriage, but your intentions was to make it look like this is what marriage is. Mm. Right, right. Me, a fallen, taking a woman uh, uh, of, 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 of the earth. And, you know, I'm like. I'm, I'm going to redefine it. Right, saying, I'm, I'm going to redefine it. It's like it. they redefined marriage in that time. Right. You know, because I'm thinking about Christ saying angels ain't given into marriage. So right. why would it say. Because he's like, this is that was the heart, that was the heart of these angels. Y'all was redefining marriage at that yeah. time, right? Hmm. And man, because it was the women that were involved, right? Human women involved with this is like, yo. I'll but do you think they knew? I think because they yo, didn't. didn't I, the, I think you know if you're having sex with an angel. Baby. I mean, didn't you? Don't think they transformed themselves into men though? No, I, be, I believe I that. So, yeah. No, yeah. I believe that. But I think, um, I think, I think it's like Sodom and Gomorrah, like when the angels came. I think these like cause they look see, like men though. I, I think angels, they have abilities that we don't understand. Yeah. And yeah. this this group of angels, they were so corrupt. You know, we read that they immediately judgment where they got locked up. Right. Right. Never to come out until it's time to get judged right. for whatever type. As we know, there's different class, different types. Um, and you know anybody could study study that. You know we we read one in the cherubims. Mm-hmm. Um, that wasn't their place. Right. That's not your relation with man is not supposed to be that. Right. Right. God made everything after its kind. Mm-hmm. Like the angel are different kind. Right. So you're not even supposed to enter that realm. But the ability, they do have ability, and we see that them appearing. Yeah as men right maybe they could have bodies that function just like men mm-hmm. but now you're yeah. not supposed to take that and use that as yeah. a rebellion against, against god, god and yeah. we're seeing that's what they did mm-hmm. right and whatever came out of that right since those things those two natures are not supposed to mix mm-hmm. it created monsters right and those monsters were corrupt and the corruption grew at a level where it peaked yeah. right and then you know we were in and this is interesting in verse 11 it says the earth also was corrupt before god and the earth 
was filled with violence. Mm -hmm. So God looked upon the earth and indeed it was corrupt for all flesh had corrupted their way on the earth. All, all flesh. Mm -hmm. That's how patient God was mm. in this situation. Mm -hmm. All flesh. That's why he said, Noah, you're the guy. <laughs> you're the one guy left. Yo, yeah. eight souls, just you and your family. Get your wife, your three kids, their wives. Let's go. Right. right. But obviously we know Noah's heart, right? He found grace. He was, fa he was faithful. He was of the line of Seth. Right. And that prayer that we read about where men started calling out to God, dog, it affected Noah too. Mm. Right? And he was the comfort, right? His name. Yeah. And then he obeyed God. And he walked with God, it said. Just like his great great grandfather, whoever, Enoch. Enoch. Right. Right. You, we see the effects. We see mm. and we looking at the, the line of Seth, we see the effects. Mm -hmm. We look at the line of Cain, we see the effects. Right, mm -hmm. two two different on opposite sides, right? Um, so now let's finish up. Let's finish up the rest. Let's go thirteen to the end. To twenty-two. Yeah, let's knock it out. And God said to Noah, "The end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them. And behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Make yourself an ark of gopher wood, make rooms in the ark, and cover it inside and outside with pitch." And this is how you shall make it. The length of the ark shall be 300 cubits, its width 50 cubits, and its height 30 cubits. You shall make a window for the ark, and you shall finish it to a cubit from above, and set the door of the ark in its side. You shall make it with lower, second, and third decks. And behold, I myself am bringing floodwaters on the earth to destroy from under heaven all flesh in which is the breath of life. Everything that is on the earth shall die, but I will establish my covenant with you, and you shall go into the ark, you, your sons, your wife, and your sons' wives with you. And of every living thing of all flesh, you shall bring two of every sort into the ark to keep them alive with you. They shall be male and female, of the birds after their kind, of animals after their kind, and of every creeping thing of the earth after its kind. Two of every kind will come to you to keep them alive, and you shall take for yourself of all food that is eaten, and you shall gather it to yourself, and it shall be food for you and for them. Thus Noah did, according to all that God commanded him, so he did. Mm -hmm. So now this is a great explanation as he gives the measurement of the boat. Um, I just wanted to... Uh, just give like that. So this, if we're going to take a cubit, they said like a typical cubit might be 18 inches, which is like the length from your elbow to your, like your middle finger. So so this boat average would be approximately 450 feet by 75 feet by 45 feet. So that is approximately 522 railroad cars big. That is massive. That is like two jumbo jets. Hmm. So now one, one cart right um one railroad car could take up to 240 uh sheeps adult size sheeps you know which is like the average size of the animal of you know most animals mm -hmm. uh so one cart could take up can take up to 240 sheeps now could you imagine how much um it can actually hold when this this uh boat could hold up to 522 railroad cars 
Mm. You, you see what I'm saying? So how massive it is. So it's three decks. Um, it's that big. And the, there's approximately 17,500 known uh, species. Mm. So there's more than enough. You know, and if we double that, like, you know, um, we could say 188 railroad cars could put up approximately 45,000 sheep size animals. So you see that with 188 cars big, you still, Noah still had 334 size carts left totally open. So there's more than enough room for the animals. Because a lot of people confuse and say, oh, all the species. Now, first thing he was talking about kind. So he wasn't talking about all species. So he wasn't bringing like chihuahuas. You know what I'm saying? He was bringing the dog kind. You mm. know what I'm saying? Mm. So, so there's only really 17,500. Mm. So on average, let's say 20,000 kinds of animals. So there's more than enough room. Just wanted to throw like in terms of the figures out there. It was a big boat. <laughs> here, here, in verse 5, the Lord saw the wickedness of man. In verse 11, and the earth was filled with violence. Verse 12, God looked upon the earth, and indeed it was corrupt, um, for all flesh had corrupted their way. And mm -hmm. verse 13, the end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them. Like just these words that's popping mm -hmm. out. Right before, you know, we're, we're seeing the instructions given to Noah. And, you know, I just see the Holy Spirit making it clear like your dog. <laughs> This was the last resort type thing. Mm -hmm. There was nothing left. Everything was done. Everything was corrupt. It's just destruction and violence. Mm. And then, you know, the patience of the Lord. Um, justice now. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now we, you're getting the other aspect of, of God, his perfect justice. Mm. And the scripture says that Noah was a preacher of righteousness. You know, when you read in yeah. the New Testament and you could think about just 120 years of his faithfulness building this boat. I mean, his life was a testament, just the faithfulness, people seeing him every mm -hmm. day for 120 years, just working on this project. You know, um, his life was a testament. You know, I, I believe that he was probably telling people, you know, just just preaching righteousness. You think they were mocking him every time people? They probably like they probably had no day. <laughs> <laughs> people probably came out with the barbecue and the tents and all of that and it was like let's watch this once a year crazy, yeah, to watch let's him. watch this crazy man build this boat you know but um there's just you know i'm thinking about it and and even with the on the lord's side he says i'm gonna make a covenant with you mm. you know and you know the scripture says god is a man that he he can't lie right. you know so when he made that covenant with noah it meant something like I could just imagine Noah just hearing that and even the days where he probably was dead tired or people was mocking him, you know, like they said, in the days of Noah, they was eating and drinking and giving on to marriage. marriage. You know, mm -hmm. it was business as usual on that, in those, on those days, people probably was just walking by laughing at him, looking at him like he was crazy. Mm -hmm. But God, but Noah in his mind was like, yo, God made a covenant with me. He going to come through, you and know, then, his faithfulness to God. And then you got the. That <laughs> drop of water, <laughs> no. and you got to think remember, about we, it. We read before it never that rained. it never, never rained. rained. 
So you know, preaching talk about rain, and they're it like, never right, rained in Noah's days. And then you got them. <laughs> yeah, they probably was making songs. <laughs> they probably like that. had it with the Southern California <laughs> tune. It never rained. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I'm thinking about just, um, and that's another testament to his faith. You know, he's like, I'm gonna bring these flood waters, and Noah's like, What is that? What is like, you know, like he's like, Yo, I'm gonna flood the earth, and never seeing rain, you know, but. It just is, is a testament to Noah's faithfulness and also his obedience, you know, because he had to build this massive boat on land. <laughs> and you know what's the interesting thing also? You remember when we were talking about in the second day of creation when he said it, he never mentioned if it was good when he separated the waters, the firmament above. And oh, because he knew what he had to use it he for. He knew He's what gonna cry, he was yeah. going to use it for. That's how come he never mentioned good. He mentioned good with everything else, except on the second day when he separated the waters from the waters. Because he knew this is what's going to happen. Yo, God be knowing, man. <laughs> he knows all things, man. Right. Nah, but definitely. But, um, yeah, it's, I, 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 this, is, this is real, man. And just like I said, in the New Testament, all the things that like it says, they were drinking and eating during that, those days, bro. Like, they, they're watching this man build this boat. Because floodwaters is gonna come, but everybody was drinking and eating. Right. Restaurants was popping, the bars was popping, everything was popping. And it says even you know men was being given in, in, onto marriage. Like it was, it was, it was business as usual. Nobody even thought about judgment coming. Then, right. then sudden destruction. Do you guys see this as I heard, um, sort of like a typology where Enoch? Is could be looked at as the body of Christ, um, Noah and the boat, the covenant, it, the children of Israel, before mm -hmm. the wrath of the Lord comes a second time mm -hmm. to destroy the wicked. Mm -hmm. I see that. You guys yeah. heard that before? Yeah. yeah. So Those typologies. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I agree with it. That's um, why. That's why I'm. That's why I'm rapture ready, and I don't believe in um, martyrism. You don't believe like in what martyr man, is, like martyr man. I'm what not, is true? I don't believe in martyr man. Tell, tell our boys. Tell our boys in other countries you don't believe in that. <laughs> martyr man, martyr man. No, I'm rapture. I'm rapture. All right. I'm rapture ready, not martyr. That's man, why you're gonna get martyred, bro. Yo, because you're scared of it. Right. Man, these guys wishing mar you're martyr. You're a sucker, bro. I am. You're right. All right, man. This is great. We done already. We are for today. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting late. That was a lot, man. Yeah. That was a lot. But it was good though. I'm blessed. But read it for yourself. Yeah. Acts seventeen eleven. Be Bereans. Be Bereans. You know. Word up. Read the word of God. Talk to God. Pray. He hears. He's alive. He answers. He wants you to pray. He wants you to call on him. He's desiring for you to build this relationship so that he could reveal things to you. Right. Things that you might be confused with what we're saying. Things that we're confusing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're right. confused saying right. it. Right. A lot of these things we don't understand, but right. we, we believe the word of God is true. Right. But don't listen to what we're saying. Open, you know, download the app. Yes. Yeah easy now you could just download the app wow. amazon got all the different 
you know, Bible. No, 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 no. Get yourself, get yourself one of these. Right? Yeah, get a Bible. <laughs> hey, don't learn. Keep Open that app it just, up. just in case. But yo, this book, yeah, you old. It's read it. So dope. Open it up and read it's it. It's not boring. What we do that's, here, this is not boring, bro. That's the whole point. We love it. Of this podcast, we fiend for this. Oh, Amen. go ahead, man. Amen. Yeah, I just got hyped right now. <laughs> let's let's keep going. All right, I'll pray right now. There's people tired of us. All right, Heavenly Father, Lord, we just um, we love you, Lord. We love you for who you are, for what you've done for us on that cross, Lord, for just resurrecting on the third day, Lord, and proving that you are God. Um, Father, and, and until that day that we get to see your beautiful face, Lord, we will continue to um, just be obedient to you, Lord. Um, just continue to wash ourselves with your beautiful word, Lord, and just to be... Um, I ask that you would allow us to be better ambassadors of you uh, mm -hmm. in this in this dying world, Lord, um, that need you so badly, Lord, and they have no idea that they need you, um, Father. But for those of us that do know, um, you know, of your love, of your truth, of your mercy, Lord, just allow us to be uh, better lights, Lord. Um, so until next time, I ask that you would just uh, protect us, protect our families, Lord, and um, yeah, we look forward to dissecting the word again next week in jesus's precious and beautiful name i pray amen amen, amen.